studies. Brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. Oh, 9 o'clock is here. Sarah Cazell is here. You're all here on social media. Social studies is here. <laughs> Let's do it. Thank you so, so much. <laughs> uh, that's Hard to say like. if you're not uh, fully prepared. It, it is difficult to wake the mouth up at this hour. Rubber baby buggy bumpers. Rubber wow. baby wow. buggy Unique bumpers. Unique New York. DL. Unique toy New boat. York. Toy boat. Toy boat. Do you guys do those things in the car on the way in, too? No, I, I should. Have to, I have to, like... Sing or, you know, move the mouth around. I take the bus. the jaw, etc. Oh, at this hour? Yeah. I bet. All right. Welcome into Social Studies. Uh, that is Tim Ring's voice in place of Dan Bickley. Another one rides the bus. Oh! I take the train. My baby takes the morning train. Hey, this is my segment. Welcome to Social Studies. Uh, we're haters today, guys. I don't know if you picked up on this, but all three questions that we're asking, hate, 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 dislikes, negativity. So we're going to try and bring some joy and laughter through that anyway here on Social Studies. Let's start off with individual players. Luka Doncic, uh, Tim Ring is his biggest fan on, on planet Earth. And if you ask him, Vince Murata is Luka's biggest hater on Earth, which actually might be true. Do you think? Not the biggest. Not the biggest hater, but a big hater. Uh, we are asking of these four players... Which player do you currently hate the most? Whether it's you hate watching them, you hate hearing them talk. I'll leave it up to interpretation for you guys. The four options. I hate hearing them talk. Okay. I mean, that's, that is a thing. I hate the way you look. Uh, I mean, LeBron James is listed here, and people hate listening to what he has to say. So, Luka Doncic, LeBron James, Draymond Green, Patrick Beverly. All heels for Phoenix Suns fans. I'm going to echo some of the sentiment we got in response. Hate is ugly. Dislike is healthy. Okay, come on. (laughs) (laughs) And I was going to tease this in the next segment and elaborate. Maybe we can still do it. I don't know. Uh, For me, Pat Bev has been knocked off of his perch. After last night, it's Luka Doncic for me. <laughs> let me, let me get this out of the way for Tim. He's a great player. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, tra- transcendent force on the court. Blah. I can't stand his style of play. Um, he's really good at it. He uses it to his advantage. But, man, has there been anybody ever in the history of organized sports on any continent on this planet who argues more about fouls called on him? He argues fouls that are called on his teammates. He got one call. He should have got a technical. Instead, he got a 30 seconds after the fact call on Devin Booker. Shut up, you whiny pudge. You know, you could have shortened that by just saying, Luca. There it is. I dislike Patrick Beverly. So I'll go with, I'll, I'll, I'll relegate him. Here's the dislike. difference, too. Patrick Beverly is a total clown. We can agree on this. I don't like pushing people in the back. But he doesn't do anything that beats the Suns. Right. He's not actually a threat, a basketball threat. I think he's just scor- to your like, I think Luca had more points against the Suns than Patrick Beverly's had in his career against the Suns last oh, night. Oh, my. All right. Let's get into our results. Uh, Luka Doncic and Patrick Beverly are the two popular replies. Uh, 44% voted for Pat Bev as the player that they could currently hate the most. 40% voted for Luka Doncic. 11% for LeBron James. Draymond Green getting off easy here. Only 5% voted for him. The common theme here was 
that Patrick Beverly is the biggest pest, but Luka Doncic is the biggest basketball threat. Love Always says, hey, Pat Bev will always be at the top of that list, that hated list for me. Luka is annoying. Pat Bev deserves to be removed from the league. <laughs> from the earth. <laughs> from the universe. Uh, Mark Sordahl says, if you use the word, which player do you fear most instead of hate? I would have to vote Luka Doncic. Um, Daniel Woods says, Pat Bev is the obvious answer. Luka is definitely annoying, but Beverly is a malicious little guy. This isn't me again, responds Patrick Peterson. Wait, what was the question? (laughs) (laughs) Well done. Okay, moving on to our next hate-filled question. Taking it from players to teams. For Suns fans, which team do you hate right now? Kind of going hand-in-hand with what we talked about during the Rush Hour reboot, which team is maybe the biggest threat to the Suns right now. Uh, But this is the Mavericks, the Lakers, or the Warriors. Which team do you hate? As a Suns fan. See, I can't ever move off the Lakers being the answer to that question. Even though they're, again, in 13th place in the Western Conference right now, they are the evergreen answer to that question for me. Okay. I don't like the Lakers? I don't like the Warriors. I don't like Draymond Green. Yeah. I don't like the fact that he was born on third base and he acts like he hit hit a triple. You had a very good opportunity to vote for Draymond Green in the last question, and he's getting it 5%. Is it Draymond? Because I dislike Pat Bev. I don't like him either. I don't like Draymond. But Draymond Green, Green, like half the time, says something that's very interesting. Oh, he's he's smart. Like Draymond Green's podcast is listenable. Patrick Beverly's is not. (laughs) No, that's brutal, brutal, brutal. brutal. Absolutely. Unless you like beeps. (laughs) (laughs) All right, right now, the team you hate the most, the Mavs, are getting fifty-eight percent of the vote. Maybe a little. Uh, Yeah, I mean, we're hours from the game, so uh, yeah. going on there. 58% of the vote, uh, 36% for the Lakers, only 6% for the Warriors. That should have been the, the Christmas game, the Suns-Mavs, don't you think? I think so. I think the Suns-Mavs is one of the juiciest yeah. juiciest conference rivalries right now Yeah, in, in the sport. Soggy Sack Jones says the short timers are voting the Mavericks. If you hate any team more than the Dodgers or the Lakers, you are doing it wrong. Chuck Harris confirms Don't it's disagree. still the Lakers and always will be yes. the Lakers. Um, and AZ Kid says the same thing. It's the Lakers because even though they're bad, that's all that ESPN talks about. Why do you care who ESPN talks about? Why do you watch ESPN? Why don't you just tell me the movie you want to see? Why <laughs> are you even watching ESPN? Final question. Um, we were talking about what bugs us about t- Twitter and changing up the algorithm and different features of the social media platform at the very top of the show. So that leads us to this open-ended question. Be it specific instances or just generally, what bothers you the most about social media? Ooh, the vague post is really annoying. Somebody put the Having two, a bad the two day? eyeballs. Do people really still do that? Like, oh, having a bad day. Don't ask, though. People, do people still post really their still Wordle that? results, Sarah. Oh, true. <laughs> Although that has died down significantly. It has. It has. It's yes. it's rare to see the the collection of yellow and green squares. That's right. That, uh, yeah, vague post for me. Okay. Tim? Probably the, oh, look at me aspect of social media. That's a, big, That's a good one. Big, the, oh, perfect. look at me generation. Everybody living their best life all of the time. All yep. the time. Oh, look no at bad me. Days. The, uh, the, the driver's seat selfie. 
Damn, I'm looking good. There's a lot of that. <laughs> Did you take yours on expert. the bus this morning? God, I take I take him on the bus. Bus selfie. <laughs> the, the everyone's like, an expert is the worst for me. Oh, that's brutal. That's absolutely brutal. Uh, Mike says this really sums it up beautifully. All the misery and despair in the world, right at your fingertips, any time of the day. Oh, true, true. Uh, Sports kebab fan club. <laughs> Why'd you have to go and make things so complicated? Avril Lavigne lyrics here. What? No, I'm fine. It's just it's just song lyrics. Why are you reading into my tweets? I'm fine. <laughs> Tommy, this is another great one. Anonymity being the replacement for courage. I like that one too. That's Absolutely. that's great. Absolutely. Let's Scott. have a let's have a higher barrier to entry on social media, shall we? Ooh, how like, would I we... don't know, maybe be a real person? <laughs> With a face? Scott Hansen has his face on the internet. He says what bugs him so much about social media is that so many people believe everything they read. True. Absolutely. Uh, And then this is my favorite from Charles Palmer. His least favorite thing about social media is that it's stupid and I still check it constantly. Well said. So good. Every day. If I had a dollar for every time I check Twitter during the day. Oh, it's Same. Yeah. Depressing. New Year's resolution. Yeah? For yeah. real? Maybe nah. not. Maybe, not. <laughs> Maybe I'll just quit smoking. <laughs> oh, wait. I don't smoke. Rooting for you. Uh, thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Thanks guys. to everybody who chimed in on uh, social studies. At Bickley underscore Murata on Twitter is where we do that daily examination of fun. Uh, coming up next, uh, yeah, more on the uh, Suns. Got to move past the loss to the Mavericks because they got a tough one and a tough stretch coming up. We'll get into it straight ahead. It's Bickley and Murata mornings with Tim Ring. In for Bick here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata mornings. And the Suns will have the ball with Josh Okogie set to inbound. He'll fire it ahead for Damian Lee. He'll lay it off the window and in as the buzzer sounds. And the Maverick fans don't like it, but it really is academic. Final score in Dallas. The Mavericks 130. The Suns 111. Dallas wins its first regular season game against the Suns in over three years. They made some tough shots. I mean, Dinwiddie's threes were all off the dribble, late clock. Like, what are you going to do about that? Um, a couple that we gave up in the corner, maybe more than a couple, those are the ones that, you know, I scratch my head. Like, we, we can cover those. We just didn't do a good job tonight. That was Amati Williams after John Bloom's final call of an ugly performance by the Suns last night in Dallas. 130-111, to the final score. Suns uh, suffer their eighth loss. Really the only third, uh, only the third time, uh, Tim Ring, that they've been handled in a game this year start to finish the philly game was not great uh the orlando game was quite disappointing on that road trip against a shorthanded and bad magic team uh everything else has been kind of a close loss but last night they got to hand it to them pretty well and it's not often they were handled on really both ends i mean they could they yeah. had no answer defensively and they had not nearly enough firepower to keep up i mean yeah. they, they were hand, they were handled on on it on in pretty much in every facet of, of the game of basketball the Mavericks pretty much dominated last night. So and, re- and it was never a game. Have recent has recent history with this team made you say I don't want to see the Mavericks in the playoffs? No. Um I want to see improvement on how the Suns attack the Mavericks. You brought the point up, Jarrett, in our pre show meeting, um that the differential in the last three meetings between the Mavericks and Suns in the first half is probably like a 70-point differential. 
that can't continue. And it might even go back further than that. I mean, Game 6 was not very pretty for the Suns either. Um, A couple things, though. Remember when the Suns were healthy and guys weren't perhaps maybe sick? The Suns were blowing these guys out. Yes. Okay. But I'm also not going to be the person that will applaud the Suns for being shorthanded and winning basketball games like they have been during Chris Paul's absence and then use that as, you know, maybe one of the, the reasons why they lost last night. They haven't had Chris Paul for 14 games. They know how to play without him. No, but also, like, to, but to answer Jared's question, are you concerned about this Mavericks team perhaps meeting them in the playoffs? You can't say that when you talk about last night's game because no. the Suns were, in fact, shorthanded. Are you, are you, are you, if the, if the Mavericks continue to kick the Suns' butts, mm-hmm. if Cam Johnson and Chris Paul are on the court, the answer to Jared's question is yes, this might be a terrible matchup for Phoenix, and maybe we don't want to see them in the postseason. But because you're beating a team with Ish Wainwright in the starting lineup, with all respect to Ish, that's, that's, that's not the Suns' team we hope they're going to roll out for the postseason. Well, we'll so get- that, that that that's where, like in the concept, in the context to Jarrett's question, I, I I'm not worried yet because the Suns are so short-handed, and yeah. last night is not hopefully the matchup we would see personnel-wise in the playoffs. Couple more meetings between these two teams, the Suns and Mavs will be in Phoenix Thursday, January 26th, and then one more game in Dallas on Sunday, March 5th. And I say this all the time. Don't pour over too much on regular season losses in the NBA. We should learn that lesson. I struggle with it. <laughs> I, when well, the Suns win so many games, I take it to heart. It's hard. It's hard to move past the, the losses like last night. Uh, but yeah, I mean, what is it? What do these two teams look like on January twenty sixth? That's eleven days after the trade deadline. I think the Suns could look, you know, significantly different. I don't know if the Mavericks are going to be in in, in uh, you know the market to make trades or if they're in the mix, probably are going to be uh, you know looking for improvements. That, you know, the next time these two teams meet, we could be t- looking at two completely different looking teams. Presumably, Chris Paul will be back. Presumably, at some point, Jay Crowder will be traded for somebody who can help them. And hey, that's six weeks, seven weeks away. I mean, Cam Johnson could be back by then. Should Cam be back Johnson by then. could be back then or on the verge of coming back then. And in regards to what you're saying, and I know saying, what people in the audience are saying, Kevin Durant will be in the you know, in the Suns lineup that night too. I'm not willing to go there. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but what you said earlier, we touched on it earlier for the for the late the, the the audience that slept in today. To be fair, no, you don't put a lot of stock in a regular season game, but we have to be fair. We can't build the game up as a key uh-huh. regular season meeting. Booker versus Doncic, litmus test game, showdown in Big D. Uh, early season test for the Suns. Yes. They go out there and get waxed, and then we get on the radio the next day and say, ah, no, it doesn't, matter. A, doesn't no. matter. Regular we, season game. We called it a statement game both ways Sta- for both teams. We can't so call this- it a statement game. Yeah. And then when the Mavericks make a statement, specifically, the, they say, can't say it doesn't matter. The Luka versus Booker matchup was one-sided last night. It was. It was, a, it was a bad game for Devin Booker that came at a bad time on the heels of an unbelievable, maybe the best stretch of basketball he's played as a pro. But people are going to, to magnify it because of the opponent. The statement that was made last night by Dallas is, we have cracked your culture code right now. Yes, the personnel was different, but the, the Suns looked out of sorts both offensively at times last night early on and defensively at times. 
And that's the statement that was made by Dallas. What's the next statement that the, the, the Suns make? Can the Suns make a statement tomorrow night You know, against the best team in the NBA right now, the Boston Celtics, who are rolling, and they've got an MVP candidate in themselves in, in Jason Tatum? Uh, that can quiet a lot of the noise. If the Suns come out and handle the Celtics at Footprint Center, a lot of people will for- forget about the loss in Dallas. I think everybody will. Nobody's been better the last few years in games following a loss in yes. the NBA than the Phoenix Suns. I'm not that, going to question your numbers on that, that, is, that either. That is going to be challenged again <laughs> tomorrow night. Not by I, me. I think, so I think you, you, you right now, you everybody hold. Everybody hold. But... If on Saturday morning you wake up and the Suns are on a three-game losing streak, which is entirely possible, with the Celtics coming in tomorrow night Mm -hmm. and you go on the road to a very good Pelicans team on Friday night, then all of a sudden you say, all right, what, what do we got here? What's going on with Crowder? What's going on with Chris Paul? And when is Cam coming back? Mm -hmm. Then you start to say, okay. Let's let's start to that's the other thing. Let's start to figure this thing out. When Chris Paul comes back. Is he going to immediately look like Chris Paul? We know from the past that Cam Johnson, when he comes back, he's not going to immediately look like Cam Johnson. Yeah, yeah but and then if they whoever they trade for in the Crowder move, they're going to have to put that person in the rotation. Monty, who several times this year has already talked about having trouble with his rotations this year, and he did, that and out. He, he admitted that again last night. I think to your question too, there's a follow up question: Does he look like Chris Paul? But which, which version? Oh yeah, of Chris that's Paul? right. Because thirty seven or thirty six. Thirty six year old Chris Paul looked a lot different than thirty seven year old Chris Paul, yeah. and, and I think a lot of that, honestly, and it might sound like a cop out, whatever. I believe this. I think a lot of what we saw from Chris Paul this season before the injury was by design. I think they've tailed back on how much they rely on him offensively. I think they, and I think he himself... I think that's been a conscious effort by him, too. Damon was like, all right, I'm I'm not coming out in playoff mode. I'm going to come out and distribute. I'm going to take it easy. I'm going to play myself into shape a little bit in in, in the regular season. Then you have the heel. Okay, I'm going to rest up. I'm going to use that to my advantage. Mm -hmm. Keep some miles off the odometer, like I like to say. But I think you're hitting a point now... And I think last night might have been a wake-up call a little bit to the organization that, mm-hmm. you know, okay, if, if Chris, you're ready to go, it's it's go time. Yeah. L- let's go. Starting tomorrow night, if you, if you can. This week, make sure to listen to Wolf and Luke for the Pantera call-out. Once you hear Wolf do the call-out, you know, it starts out, Are you talking to me? Dial 602-260-9870 for your chance to win tickets to see Metallica with Pantera at State Farm Stadium on September 1st. Coming up next, it's Tuesday. You know what that means. Jarrett Carlin will exploit the hole in my knowledge base on 70s music. (laughs) As I take on Tim Ring and Mustache. Not a mustache. That's straight ahead. It's Bickley and Murata Mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Time to take a look at the Arizona Sports Poll Question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Welcome back to the show. We are Bickley and Murata Mornings. Mine is the Bickley, Tim Ring, and for Dan Bickley this week. We're going to our website, ArizonaSports.com, to look at our poll question, guys. Which Phoenix Suns results against the Mavericks this season better represents your current feelings about the team? Their win in the season opener or last night's loss? So I guess are you confident in the Suns or not? Question mark? Are you confident, are you confident in them sucking for an entire game or just a half the game? <laughs> 
confident in their That's weight. That's the way you interpreted that question, Come Jared? on. That was a weird, a weird question. It is, and it, it's a very deeply psychological question. Yeah, lay down on the couch. I don't they feel, had their players in the win. I don't feel comfortable <laughs> answering that question right now. I'll go with the, the win over to the Mavericks. Okay. Just so we can get to the game. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> uh, and I still don't like Luca. <laughs> 52% of the vote says... Last night's loss better represents their current feelings about the team. I'm surprised. 48% say the Suns win. Wow. I don't like that question. Eh, sometimes we don't like them. But hey, that's the question today. The Sanderson Ford poll question on the homepage at ArizonaSports.com. A mustache. mustache. <laughs> Not a mustache. A mustache. A mustache. A mustache. A mustache. Big mustache. Big mustache. My mustache. Your mustache. Say the word. The word mustache. A mustache. A Okay, so this is about mustaches. It is nine thirty on a Tuesday. It is time for America's fastest growing facial hair related quiz sensation. Mustache. Not a mustache. And I will be playing a soundbite from a movie, a TV show, an interview, or a song. And Vince or guest player Tim Ring will have to tell me whether the person talking or singing has a mustache or does not have a mustache. They get a bonus point if they correctly identify the person. First one to ten wins. Tim, since you are the guest. Have you ever had a mustache, by the way? Temporarily. Oh, yeah. Tremendous. Well, obviously (laughs) temporarily because you don't have one now. What kind of answer was that? All right. So... uh, Today's theme, because we've been dealing, it's a little overcast, a little cloudy today, but the last two days have been very windy and rainy. So all clues today have to do with rain and wind. Okay. All right. All right. Tim, since you are the guest, would you like to go first or second? I'll go I'll go first. Why not? Tim. What the hell? <laughs> you'll be going first and you will be getting a musical clue to start. I don't think I'm going to defer in mustache. Not enough. Sure you can. I, I know. I just don't think I will. Oh, okay. Oh, that is up. Uh, Axel Rose, not a mustache. That is correct. That is two points for you. That's well done because Axel has had mustaches at different points of his career. Always looks so wonderful as well. Isn't uh, he in uh, in trouble for throwing a microphone that really injured a woman at a, at a concert? He's uh, always in probably trouble. yes, probably. All right, Vinny. Yes. This one I know, Jarrett. Oh, I know you know it. You always think I know everything. Uh, that's that Se- is a fault of mine because Se- you're so good. Seventies music is a weakness. That is uh, John Fogerty, CCR. Not a mustache. That is correct. As I always point out, the entire band had mustaches and beards except for him as the lead singer. All right, uh, two to two to start. Tim? Yeah. We've been through every kind of rain there is. A little bit of stinging rain. And big old fat rain. Rain that flew in sideways. And sometimes rain even seemed to come straight up from underneath. That would be uh, Lieutenant Forrest Gump. Not a mustache. That is, well, who's the, the actor? 
Tom Hanks? There you go. Okay. Well, we got to give the... Uh, you can't just give the character. Why not? Unless I spe- specify... Oh. Was it, was it Forrest Gump a private? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, no. Let me scratch out that Let me scratch out... No, no, no. I'm not sure what the uh, specificity of that was. All right, uh, Vinny? Yes. Look, he's right on top of us. I wonder if he's using the same wind we are using. Ooh, I'm going to need to hear that one, one more time. Look, he's right on top of us. I wonder if he's using the same wind we are using. I don't even know what's being said there. Yeah. It says, I wonder if he's using the same wind that we are using. It says, look, he's right on top of us. Yeah. I wonder if he's using the same wind we are using. Mm, so not- it was somebody in a boat. Vinny, any guess? Not, guess. A, not a mustache? That is incorrect. Yeah, I got no clue. That is Mandy Patinkin from A Princess Bride ah, with ah. a mustache. And the door has been swung open. Yes. It's a tough one. Can Tim Ring go on a run? He leads at 4-2. Oh, You're my boy, Blue! <laughs> my boy? You're my boy, Blue. <laughs> uh, okay, so it, it's Kansas. Yes, it uh, is. And I'm just going to go by the era that they had a mustache. And the lead singer had a mustache. Yes. That is incorrect. Oh. They, they do have a person with wild, crazy, ridiculous hair and a r- giant beard and mustache. That is not the one who's singing, though. Okay. That is a non-mustache, but you do get one point on it. It's a Five. non-mustache singer. Okay. That's Five, two. Vinny? Okay. Yes. Oh, my dreams <laughs> pass before my eyes in curiosity. <laughs> no. Will Ferrell, not a mustache. Will Ferrell, not a mustache. You are correct. Okay. And it's a Dare I say he did it better than game. Kansas? No, I'm just joking. All right, uh, Tim. Riders on the storm. Riders on the storm. But Jim Morrison, not a mustache. That is correct. Tim, uh, coming out strong today. All right, Vinny. 7-4. I just want the record to show that this is the newest song that Jared has played <laughs> during today's round. Uh, that, is, that is Toto. And I believe mustache. That is correct. Yeah. That was a good pull from you. Seven six. All right. Seven six. I still can't win it here. If Jarrett changes well, the rules, you yeah, can. You can win it. <laughs> it's or if we run out of time or, or clues. <laughs> okay. Many Christmases ago, I went to buy a doll for my son. <laughs> I reached for the last one they had, but so did another man. As I rain blows upon him, I realized there had to be another way out of that. A new holiday was born. A festivus for the rest of us. 
<laughs> Jerry Stiller mustache. That is correct. Wow. And that is correct. But we could do the last one for fun here because we only have one clue left and he I'm is gonna, down three points. I'm shoot the three. Sorry about this wind. I can't believe there isn't any wind out here. This is ridiculous. Hey, Jumbo! You ain't moving! Yeah! Need a little wind here. No! You need to drop a couple hundred pounds, Blimp! <laughs> Rascal. Uh, Chris Farley, not a That is guy. correct, but instead of an, an upset... In the in the princess, have you never seen the Princess Bride? Saw it once a long time long ago. time ago. Yeah. Well, that was a hard one because it was such a short clue. But unfortunately, there are no do-overs in mustache. Not a mustache. Not a mustache. That's why. That's why I don't defer. My New Year's resolution actually will be to study more '70s music to be better at mustache. Got, not a mustache. You got it though. You got the CCR. Yeah, but normally it's it's just a weakness. Uh, some final thoughts. Congratulations, Tim, on this uh, Tuesday. I so many people up next. Marotta morning. So this is about mustaches. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Weekly and Marotta. Song of the day. Another one by request. This one's going out to Tim in Phoenix. Classic Sheena Easton for you. <laughs> Can't spell train without rain. All right, this song yeah, exactly. So it comes full circle. You started singing this song earlier in the in the show. I did. Uh, rain is in train, so it bleeds into our uh, our mustache. Not a mustache theme. This song. I'm, I'm at this point in my life. I'm very nostalgic. This song reminds me of a very specific period in my life, like being. Nine, ten years old, getting ready for work, and the radio station my mom listened to in the morning. You were getting ready for what? what? <laughs> ready for for school. I'm sorry. Getting ready. For Boy, no wonder. Yeah, hey, I worked in a factory your from a young age. <laughs> your parents ran a tight ship. Yeah, <laughs> getting ready for school. This song played every morning. Oh, really? I hadn't heard this song in 20 years, and it popped up randomly on some playlist. It's really a horrible song. It's catchy though. With a terrible message. Oh, really? Yeah, it really right. is. It always it, reminds me of the Seinfeld episode where Kramer oh, yeah. pretended to have a job at that company. It, My baby takes the morning train, and he comes home after a hard day work to find me waiting for him. Well, yeah. that's old school. It is very old school, early 80s. Also, Gina Easton. It's funny how music has that effect, though, isn't it? It's the best and worst thing about music is that it takes you back to specific times in your life. Oh, yeah. This is a happy memory for me. The song sucks, but it's still memory. <laughs> There's today's song of the day. Bickley and Murata going off the grid. Off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. All right, a little college football playoff daily dose of Vinny Joe trivia for you today. All right. A college football playoff that started in 2014. Can you name the record holder for most rushing yards in a single college football playoff? So a two-game combo, semifinals and the finals. Uh, the hint is this player holds this record by almost a 200-yard margin. 
Derrick Henry? Derrick Henry, good guess. He's fourth. He had 233 yards in the 2015 playoffs. Can you give me the school? That'll give it away. Okay. <laughs> I'll give you the year. 2014, the first year. Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott is the answer. 56 carries for 476 yards and six touchdowns in two games. The Sugar Bowl and the National Championship game. And they won it that year yeah. with a third-string quarterback. Cardell Jones. Did you he hear wasn't that? here to do school. We ain't here to play school. <laughs> so 49er play fans, school, that's right. 49er fans, you can win a championship <laughs> with a third-string quarterback. Yes. There you go. Um, Sony Michelle is second on that list, 279 yards. That's a 197-yard difference between first and second place. I, I, I realize it's a pretty short history, but still, that's amazing. Zeke Elliott was a monster that year. That's yeah, not going to be broken this year. Urban Meyer's coaching job in 2014 among the best ever. He took down Alabama in the semifinal with a third-string quarterback and then went on to win the national championship. Who'd they beat in the championship? The Oregon. Right. Oh, that's right. Back when the Pac-12 used to participate, that, yep. was, that, was, that was cool. Was, no, was nice. Talk about that nostalgia. That was cool. Um, I started the show with an event on Twitter this morning. Can I end the show on another event? You may. Has Odell Beckham Jr. taken his five mandatory recruiting visits yet? Are we sick of this story yet? He was at the Suns game, sitting in the front row with a bunch of Cowboys players yesterday. Is he not healthy? Because why? What, the There's Cowboys five want games him. left. The Cowboys want him. He wants to play for the Cowboys for weeks now. So he must not be healthy, right? He must not be. He was. Uh, he was courtside last night, right? Yes. That, yeah. <laughs> With Micah Parsons and a bunch of the Cowboys, and then afterwards he's asked, he tells Tim McMahon of ESPN, yeah, there's a good chance I'll go to the Cowboys. Is the season not almost over? Do it already. Drama queen. Maybe he's afraid to get on a plane. I don't know. He's had, oh, he's had, he's had, he's had some issues recently. I read the Rams finally closed down his locker. They had a locker for him, waiting for him. Like You know when the Rams started this season, they were convinced he was coming back. And Odell's, play, to his credit, playing, give, give, keeping all of his options open. But, oh, I'm so tired of hearing the Odell Beckham Jr. story. This has been going on for, like, He's not that good anymore, either. He was he was good last he year. He was good for he the had, Rams last yes. year. He made some key plays for the Rams last year. But is he a top wide not receiver what he, yeah. in football anymore? I don't think so. As he's finished taking his five official visits. <laughs> Is he gonna? I mean, is he gonna hold a press conference soon at a table with three hats and put one on and then take it off and then unzip his uh, his his hoodie to to show where he's gonna play? Goodness gracious! Pick a team and get it over with. Yeah. Odell Beckham <laughs> and get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. <laughs> he's in the portal. <laughs> that is keeping all of his options open. Uh, that is going to do it for us. Tim had a lot of fun again today. Awesome. We Good would stuff. like to invite you back tomorrow. All right. Are you free? Pass the audition. Good. Let's do back it. Back for another day. Uh, Shane Doan joined us as well as Bobby Hurley. Thanks to them. Thanks for you uh, to you for hanging out as well. We will be back tomorrow morning, bright and early, 6 o'clock. Wolf and Luke are up next. Remember, listen for that Pantera Cola. You can win Metallica tickets. Uh, we'll catch you tomorrow here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you.